Well, it doesn't look like there'll be a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas territories anytime soon. Israel's expanded ground forces into Gaza for what it's labelling as stage two of the war. The Palestinian Red Crescent says it's received warnings from Israel authorities to evacuate the hospital in the Gaza Strip. The death toll surpassed 8,000. That's according to the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry. Well, Otago Uni International Relations Professor Robert Patman joins us now. Good morning to you, Robert. Good morning, Kay. So more foot soldiers. What does this tell us about this stage of the conflict? Well, Mr Netanyahu announced over the weekend that the conflict was entering a new phase, or rather the Israeli counteroffensive or retaliation against the Hamas attack on the 7th of October was entering a new phase, and he said it would be long and difficult. And this involves, it would seem, to be an extended ground offensive. Um, there are signs in the United States uh, that Washington is beginning to have second thoughts about this strategy and Could, is urging caution. Yeah, because they've, they've urged Israel to show restraint. I mean, is that likely? Uh, very difficult to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, uh, the emphasis uh, has been very much on Israel pursuing the goals that it set itself. And that, to outside observers, looks something like collective punishment because... Uh, It's very difficult, obviously, to focus exclusively on Hamas in such a densely populated uh, environment as Gaza. But uh, I think there's quite quite a lot of disquiet. In your introduction, you mentioned a number of people have been killed and uh, something like 8,000 Palestinian civilians have died so far. So I think there's going to be growing international pressure on Israel to to try to focus exclusively on Hamas. And that to me, is going to be difficult. Yeah, because the global outrage has certainly shifted, hasn't it, from Hamas to Israel? I mean, you, Netanyahu's mm. losing the PR war here, isn't he? He is. It was only a week ago he was confidently saying the world is with us. But I think uh, that, that, you know, that, that not just the protests over the weekend, but you had the Jordanian-sponsored UN resolution, which New Zealand supported on a Friday, which called for an immediate ceasefire and a humanitarian pause. So uh, 120 countries, that's two-thirds of the UN, supported the Jordanian initiative. So I don't think uh, Mr Netanyahu and his government can make the claim now that the world is fully supporting Israel's response. What about potential for spread? I know we've talked about this before, Lebanon, Iran, Mm. Syria, you know, I mean, it's a hotbed, isn't it? It is. And the thing is that groups like Hezbollah, which are linked to Iran, have warned quite categorically that if the escalation continues in Gaza, they will get involved. There were some worrying developments in the last 24 hours. There have been skirmishes in the northern part of Israel, the northern border, I should say, between Hezbollah and Israel. And it really does have the potential to spread. And that's one of the reasons, amongst others, that the Biden administration seems to be rowing back on its um, I've got your back sort of approach early on when it gave Mm. Israel apparently almost a blank check. It now seems to be saying for two reasons. Uh, Escalation in Gaza causing more human suffering will bring other actors in to, to try to check Israel's military progress. But secondly, of course, there's something like 200 hostages there, which at least 22 Americans are involved the Americans argue that the fate of the hostages uh, could be negatively affected by Israel extending their ground operation. Oh, 100%. I mean, have we lost our window now for the humanitarian pause? I mean, it doesn't feel like we're going to see that anytime soon. 
No, it doesn't. But what's happening, I think, is interesting because I think the pressure, Israel will defy the UN General Assembly resolution. Uh, those resolutions are not binding, by the way, They're not like the Security Council, which is divided and basically impotent. But um, although that's the sort of parliament of the UN um, and it's putting sort of moral pressure on Netanyahu's government, I think that pressure is going to ramp up. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the EU and the United States have got themselves into a bit of a diplomatic pickle because they're going to face increasingly pressure from their own people to restrain Israel. And so we're going to see that played out in the next week, I think. I don't think Netanyahu uh, is going to back down on this because he feels um, that he has to, that many people in Israel, he has to do everything possible to bring those to account. Yeah. Yeah, justifying it. Uh, Robert, thank you so much. Always a pleasure having you on the programme. Appreciate it. Robert Patman, International Relations Professor at uh, Otago Uni. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.